Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. Hope you guys are well. Happy Tuesday. Uh, it is Tuesday, April 4th. Man, the, the year is, is the year going by fast or maybe, uh, I, no, I don't think it is. I think it's going by slow. <laughs> You know, everybody always says, man, the year's going by so fast. It's already April 4th. I don't think so. I think it's going as fast as it needs to go. But uh, but thank you guys so much for joining. I don't even know where that came from. But, hey, thank you guys for joining. I appreciate you guys. This is On Air with Russell of Hotel, show number uh, 203. Yes, I've done 203 shows, and I'm, I'm so happy that um that didn't even sound right. I'm so happy. No, I am happy. I, I'm gracious. I'm grateful. I'm blessed that um that I'm able to do this show. People actually listen. People watch. People make comments. People uh, ask me about certain things. You know, I see people on the street. And they're like, "You're that dude." Yeah, yeah. All that stuff, right? No, I, I welcome all that. But no, I thank you guys so much for joining. Hey, and just so you guys know, this is live on. Uh, it, you probably knew this already. I don't know, but I'm gonna let you know anyway. In on a secret, it's live on LinkedIn as well as YouTube. Um, I do the show every Tuesday, right? Every Tuesday I do it. So it's always live on LinkedIn and YouTube. And one thing that I do is I welcome um, um, engagement, comments, you know, questions, whatever. And hopefully I can answer them. You know what I mean? So um, that's the test right there, if I can answer the questions. But, um, no, I do welcome that, and I see the, the comments will pop on the screen. In fact, I got this new feature today that I didn't even know that this even existed on this platform. But I, I watch other people that have this same uh, platform. It's called Ecamm Live. It's only for Mac products, right? So I have a MacBook Pro or whatever. And I, I was watching this a podcast that they have the same uh, platform and they're able to the comments will pop on the screen i'm like well how the heck do they do that so i had to go through you know youtube will teach you anything right so i went i typed in ecamm uh, comments on screen something like that and it was a tutorial on how that, that this thing works i'm like i've had this thing for a year i didn't even know this right so but anyway as you can tell i'm excited right <clears throat> so I'm ready for a comment. So if anyone just out there just wants to make a comment, like say, hey, uh, I'm here. I'm in, you know, whatever, boo, whatever, what the hell, or whatever they want to say, you know, say it. And so I can show you what, show you how it works. Right. So because um, I'm ready. I'm ready. So um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What else? What else? So um, and you guys know, I, I can't go any further without saying, uh, you know, who my brand sponsor is. Right. Level Hotels, downtown L.A., uh, stayinglevel.com is the is the, um, the website, website address. I always tell people, book direct, right? No matter where you stay, you don't have to, if you don't stay at the level, wherever hotels you stay in, make sure you always book direct. You get the best deals when you book direct. Some people don't believe me on that, but um, try it and see, okay? Uh, compare the prices, right? Go to a third party. And bring up the um, the website of the hotel you want to stay in and compare, right? Okay, so compare. But compare everything, apples to apples, okay? So there you go. Congratulations. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, thanks, Dylan. See? You see that? Dylan, congratulations to Level Hotels and Russell Hotels on creating a rate. See? There you go. See? I'm glad you made that comment, Dylan, because it just popped in right there on the screen. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. 
Isn't that phenomenal? And it, it, it disappears after a couple seconds. So it gives me time to read it. And if I wanted to put it up there again, the comment's still there. I can do it again. So that's what, man, as you, you know what? It's the darndest things that get me excited. Okay. <laughs> and it'll disappear again on its own, right? In a couple seconds. So poof, there you go. So thank you so much, Dylan. See, right on. See, Dylan always, Dylan has my back, right? I, I appreciate that, Dylan. Thank you so much. I wanted to, um, there's something I wanted to do here right before I get started. And just so you guys know, this is a, this will be a podcast as well. So it's the, of course, it's a live show. But um, after it's over, I will put it on um, on my pla- podcast platform. So wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, you can find on air with Russell Fotels there. OK, so uh, so after this is over, it just takes me a couple minutes to upload it. And then it, it is at, you know, wherever podcast platform. Uh, let's just see. Let's see. Oh, another comment it's from Jonathan Garnica. Great to hear from you, Russell. This is Jonathan Garnica from Sportsman's Lodge. Hey, what's going on? Sportsman's Lodge Banquet. I, yes, I do remember you. Thank you so much. See, dude, dude, that's, that is cool, man. Thanks for, thanks for joining, man. I, I appreciate you. You know, you remember me. I, pre, I appreciate that. So, no, I definitely remember you, Jonathan. So, thank you so much. In fact, let me just click on your comment again. So, throw it up there so people can see it because I'm really excited about this whole um, comment thing here, but no, Jonathan, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, you coming on and, and just show me some support, show me some love and support. I, I appreciate that, man. So I, I don't take it lightly that people actually will listen to what I have to say and come on and make comments. So thank you so much. I do appreciate it. So once again, level hotels, that's level downtown LA. Uh, it's on olive street. It's like on olive and ninth, um, the, the fascinating thing or the interesting thing about this property is that your typical hotel room will be 300 to 350 square feet. Okay. That's your typical hotel room. Okay. These start out at 700 square feet. So it's almost, it's double the size of a regular room. And plus it has, you know, there's one, two and three bedrooms and it goes up to like an 18,000 square foot, uh, penthouse suite. If that's which, with its own pool and jacuzzi, if you know, if you're into that kind of stuff, I don't get down like that, but some people do. Okay, so it it appeals to a wide range of market segments. Okay, so you know, you know, every hotel has a you know, everybody's assigned a market code, right, a market segment or whatever. So it appeals to a wide range. If you're long term stay, meaning you're staying like five you know five nights or more, you need a kitchen. You need a wash and dryer, all that kind of stuff. You need balconies. All the rooms have balconies. What hotel can say that all rooms have balconies? So there you go. So just wanted to throw that in there. Um, Let me get that off of there. So there was something I was trying to do, though. Hold on one second. I was trying to put some where I was able to play some some musica. Where the heck is it? You know what? I just I don't know if I should even mess around because I've been to mess something up and then I'll really be hot. So um, but anyway, let's let's move forward. OK, because, oh, there's one thing I wanted to say. Hey, what would be a salesperson's best friend? OK, and I give whoever is there, whoever wants to make comments. This is just a qu- quick question. What would be a salesman's best friend, someone that sells that, you know, communicates with people all the time. Maybe they have, you know, they meet with them, they have lunch with them, they talk to them. Uh, what would be this, a salesman's best friend? And this is one thing that I always thought was that should be a be- their best friend. Right. And, um, uh, are you there? No one's going to listen. Okay. All right. You see this right here. I'm not sure if you can see that. This is, it's green. So, but it says Listerine Cool Mint, okay? It's a mint, okay? Just like an Altoid or something like that. That's one thing that I always carried around with me as a sales manager. You Because you never knew when you're going to be talking to a, a client, potential client or whatever. And sometimes, you know, you're talking over lunch and, and it kind of can be in close quarters sometimes. And you don't want your breath to be humming, okay, when you're talking to a client, okay? So I always kept this in my pocket or my lapel pocket or whatever, you know, in my suit jacket or whatever, because you just never knew when you were going to 
encounter or be in close quarters with a with a client, a potential client, or a guest that you know you run into in the in the hallway or in the lobby or whatever, your MOD and you need to talk to someone, right? Or someone needs to talk to you, I would, you know, Go ahead and get me an Altoid out or one of these things out. So, and not that it, I'm trying to sponsor this or anything like that. I just happen to see these there on the counter in the kitchen. I said, you know what? These things were my best friend, and they should be everybody's best friend. That's a salesperson, okay? So, so there you go. So that's that's all I wanted to say about that. So it wasn't a trick question. Well, I guess it was a trick question, right? Because you know, I guess maybe no salespeople are listening to this. So, but that's fine. Industry stuff, okay? Let's move forward, okay? So yesterday, you know, I, I do this thing called um, daily check in with Russell of Hotels, and yesterday I mentioned this. Um, the first topic there is um, is. E3 canceled in L.A. Okay, now you guys know E3 is the major electronics show that happens what used to happen every year in Los Angeles prior to COVID. Okay, so COVID 2019 was the last time it had happened. So this year, 2023, June 20, June 2023, it was going to be the first time in several years that it was going to come back. Well, last week, I don't know, Thursday or Friday or last week. Um, it canceled. Okay. So they pulled out, they're not coming. So what's the economic impact of that? What does that do for the city? Well, the tourism impact, it was 65,000 people that were coming. So wow, 65,000 people, you know, 25 to 30,000 room nights, uh, or rooms, I, I would think something like that. Um, $88 million in, in revenue that's lost red revenue that would go to tourism, right? is lost, you know, so that affects not just hotels, restaurants downtown, you know, what about the airlift coming in? What about Uber and Lyft? What about, um, you know, rental car places and all that kind of stuff. So that was the big thing for LA is, you know, getting that, all that compression downtown Los Angeles, right? Although we've had the, what was it? The, I think the championship game uh, for college was, was at, was at SoFi. Um, but in a lot of the hotels, you know, the, the, that were impacted for that were at the airport. Okay. So this would definitely impact more LA, Hollywood, Santa Monica. Um, it would everywhere. Right. So, but $88 million in like two or three days. Right. So basically uh, LA will be missing out on that. So what, what happens, you know, I, I can just remember when, you know, when I worked downtown and, um, and uh, events, big events would cancel, like citywide conventions, because that's basically a citywide convention is taking over every hotel in the city, right, in that downtown area. And I just remember, you know, just the panic that we would go through. You know what I mean? Uh, well, we lost this, and, you know, we need to fill up the rooms. You know, you know, we need to, now we have empty space, so call all your clients and see if they can, because now you got to fill the space, right? So you just don't just sit back and say, oh, okay, well, that's it. Right. Hey, E3's not coming. No, you still have to fill those rooms. You still have a budget. Right. Although, yeah, it's easy to um, to, um, you know, you got to put type a narrative, you know, after June's over and that P&L statement when you're going to make budget. Now you didn't make budget. E3 canceled. Blah, 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 blah. OK, that's great. They want to hear that, too. Right. But what did you do? Okay, because that's several months away, right? So what have you done to try to fill that hole? I mean, it's a big hole for some certain hotels, I'm sure, right? But what did you do? You still have to do something to um, enjoy Jill Fenton lesson today. Oh, okay, thank you. Okay, I'm sorry. I just look at, I'm looking at comments and see, now this thing is getting me, you know. So Dylan made a comment. I enjoyed your geofencing lessons today. Okay, thanks. I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. But, um, but yeah, so we still have to try to fill those rooms, fill the void, if you will, right? So every hotel person, I guarantee you, anyone that had a room block that, that included uh, the E3 room block, they are now scrambling around trying to find uh, business to put in those holes. I guarantee you, guarantee you that's what's going on. And if it's not going on, something, something's wrong. Okay. But anyway, I just wanted to share that again, but I mean, that's a shame that because it affects, like I said, it, I, I mentioned who it affects all the, the entities that it affects, but it also affects, you know, the meeting planner, the, the hotel site selection person, the person that was, you know, um, who was responsible for bringing that group to LA uh, what about the convention center? Everybody that works there, you know what I mean? So all the banquet people, all the, it affects everybody, right? So 
like I said, hotels and, and salespeople are scrambling around right now. What are we going to do? we got a hole to fill. It's a big hole, but we can do it. Okay, so, woo, there you go. So, there you go with that. Um, let's see. Digital marketing. Now, you guys know I'm a big proponent of digital marketing, especially when it comes to social media, right? So, this is digital marketing, right? What I'm doing here, this is creating content, okay? Creating content for Russell of Hotels, this on air with Russell of Hotels, right? It created content for Level Hotels because I mentioned, you know, them as a sponsor. Okay, so you can go back, rewind this and see that, oh, Level Hotels. Okay, he created some content for them, right? So it's all about creating content. It's all about repetition, though. Okay, so it's not one one time and that's it, right? And I, I mention this all the time. So this is nothing new, but I'm just reiterating that. Sometimes we miss the um, boat on certain things like this. And do we have, you know, I, I need to go back to a hotel, right, so I can look at the P&Ls or the budgets and see, do they have this, the, a slot in there, a line item for digital marketing or social media marketing or email marketing or text message marketing, geofencing, whatever the heck it is, right? Uh, I, I just, I... I think I, I think I need to go back to a hotel just so I can see that and see what is going on with that, right? Uh, and I haven't asked anyone that. I think I, maybe I have asked a couple of people that work on property, like, you know, directors of sales, and asked them, say, hey, do you have a, you know, well, yeah, well, some of these properties, they say um, they have it, but it's um, within their PR company. You know what I mean? So I said, well, what does a PR company do? Well, they say they do this. Well, do you know what they do? So, I mean, that's another thing. I mean, we have to know what the PR companies are doing. Definitely a, a, a GL code for, okay, all right, general ledger code for social media. Okay, so you definitely have one then, Dylan. So you see, Dylan answered the question. Dylan's the general manager at the Fairfield Inn by Marriott in Eugene, Oregon. So go Ducks. So um, so he answered that question. See, so there you go. So we, had, we got that question out of the way. So, but Social media, like I said, it, you know, it can't just do one time and think it's going to work. It's all about repetition. Email marketing. Okay, so we get all this information that we get from the guest. Okay, what do we do with that information? We get emails. We get phone numbers. We get addresses. We get their cell phones, their office numbers. We get the name of their first kid. We get all of that stuff. But what do we use it for? Do we actually use it? Now, I know some of the, the major brands like a Marriott or a Hilton they would do that. So I'm not speaking, maybe I'm not speaking to them. Maybe I am, but in a roundabout sort of way, right? In a roundabout sort of way, I'm talking to the other, like the independents that get the same information, but they may not have the, the same tools that a major brand would have to make sure that they're utilizing that information. Like they're doing email blast or email campaigns, marketing campaigns, right? So they're taking advantage of the emails that they're getting and they're sending out promotional information or, you know, thank yous and, and things like that. And, and things that are going on in the area or things about the hotel, whatever it is, that's another opportunity to get your name out there. Right? So you got social media, you got email marketing, text messaging. Okay. Same thing as email. This may be in a text only, but it's still sending out information. Now, a lot of this stuff you have to opt in, right? Because you just can't, Hotels or companies just can't send things out just willy nilly and expect them to get to people. Right. It may get to that device, but they have to OK it. They have to opt in for it. OK, so um, and that's another thing. Right. So there's a gatekeeper for that. But you want to make sure you're sending things that are not that don't come across as being spam either. But if they know that they've been to this hotel before, the XYZ hotel, oh, I just stay there. You know, you're, you're going to take a look at it, right? You're going to take a look at it and see exactly what it is, right? So, um, so those are things that you can use. This is all digital. This is not, you know, um, uh, what's the other thing called um, influencer marketing? This is because this is all digital right here. Well, you know what? I'll talk about influencer marketing next week, okay? So, yeah, that'd be a good one, right? So, you know, what the difference is between, you know, the two, you know, how to find one, how to, you know, how to vet all that stuff. I'll talk about that later. So, okay, so we talked about social media. We talked about email marketing. Make sure you utilize the information that you're getting. We talked about text um, text messaging, which is um, an offshoot of email marketing. 
Um, you're getting that information too. You're getting their, you know, their, their cell phone when they're checking in. So you're hitting people both ways. You're hitting them email and you hit them on the text message. Okay. Now geofencing. Now geofencing is, it's been around for a while, right? It's not something new. Um, I utilize this one company uh, and I utilize it for a, a couple of hotels here in LA because they didn't know what geofencing was, right? So geofencing basically, um, it's an area, say so just take an area, a neighborhood that you're going to, a neighborhood around a hotel, let's just say that, you know, that you're electronically going to put a fence around, okay? So anything that comes in and out, any device that comes in and out of that area, you capture it, okay? So if I walk into XYZ Hotel across the street, Okay, now all of a sudden, ping, it pings, okay? It doesn't ping me, but it pings the device, the, the geofencing device, right? You don't hear it. You don't even know that you're getting pinged, right? You walk in. A lot of malls do this, okay? You walk in. You ever walk into, okay, just let me just, uh, I'm sorry. You know, I jump around a lot. You ever walk into a mall, and all of a sudden you get an, a text or an email from a store. I remember this was some years ago. I was in Cincinnati. Okay, my daughter went to school in Cincinnati, right? She went to college in Cincinnati, uh, Xavier University, just in case, you know, if, for people to keep a score. So she went to Xavier, and uh, we were there for something, um, just for the weekend. So we went to this mall. Okay, and this has never happened to me before, right? So walk into a mall, and instantly, bing, I get this, bing, this ping on my uh, text message, right? And it had to do with Victoria's Secrets, right? Victoria's Secrets is having a, whatever their yearly sale or something like that. It was a promotion for Victoria's Secrets. And I noticed that, okay, you can get their Wi-Fi, right? Victoria's Secrets, Victoria's Secrets was sponsoring the Wi-Fi in this mall, okay? So you click the, the thing and you got connected to the Wi-Fi, but you had to read the the um, the promotion from Victoria's Secrets before you could get the Wi-Fi. I'm like, this is dope, right? I was like, what the heck? So that's when I, you know, that's when I really, um, I, I knew a little bit about geofencing, but then that's when it really hit me because it actually hit me. It actually, it, it actually hit me, right? So I'm like, what the heck? So that's the same thing, right? So you go into a hotel. I put a geofence around that hotel. You go through the front door, bing, and automatically you, you're walking into the Hotel A. I work for Hotel B. You're getting, I'm sending you things for Hotel B, right? Because I want your business, right? So it's as simple as that, right? So it's kind of like that, you know, and somebody's on here saying that, well, it's like that big brother's watching. Yeah, big brother has been watching you, right? So this is nothing new. I just mentioned malls do it, right? Um, a lot of destinations do it. A lot of CVBs do this for because they want to figure out people's buying habits, right? They want to see where the people came from, where they're going. So after a certain time, as long as you keep that same device, meaning your phone, as long as you keep that same phone, people, I mean, uh, if, if, if they have a geofence set up, it's going to track you forever. Okay. Like, because you, you're looking at people's buying habits and that's what, that's what, the thing that's where things are going. That's where service levels are going. What are your buying habits? Um, what you know? Yeah. What do you frequently buy? Where do you go? What what's the demographics? They they can figure out if you're male, female, if you're black, white. Um, you know, if you have kids, if you're married, they can figure all that stuff out based on where you're going, and then that way they can target you specifically. So it's more of a target market approach, right? So they're targeting a specific persona. Okay, okay, we're looking for you know uh, males between 35 and 45 um, that are business owners. Okay, that's specific, right? They live in this area. All right. It's, it's, it's specific to that, and they can find exactly that, right? You're looking for personas that people that fit that persona, okay? So, I mean, that's what basically that's in a, in a nutshell. That's what geofencing is. That's what it does, right? So you can geofence anything. You geofence, like I said, I've worked with a couple hotels before where they wanted to geofence the Rose Bowl. 100,000 people go to the Rose Bowl, right? Okay. During uh, whatever, uh, what is it, um, the Rose Parade, Rose, you know, Rose, uh, Rose Bowl, right? 
So they wanted to geofence that area because they knew they would get a ton of people knowing where they were, where do they come from. So that's what they did. They geofenced, we geofenced that area and they get all kind of data. But see, the thing of it is just like um, social media where you have to continuously do things, geofence, you have to continuously do things as well, right? You don't just one time, okay, okay, I got this information, now what? Well, there's steps to it, right? So you get the information, but then you go a a step further. Okay, I got this information, I got these people, but now I need the information. So you have to, you know, it goes through different steps, right? So, but you have to continuously be involved in it to get the information that you want. Because remember, and I think I got cut, I cut myself off, um, Hotels, some hotels or some companies want personalized, they want to personalize things for your guest, right? And excuse me as I, sorry about that. Um, my allergies are acting up. But yeah, so they want to personalize things for the guest, right? So imagine this, okay? Imagine this. And I'm spending a little bit more time than I wanted to on this, but it's important, right? So let's, you know, just listen to this for a second. So personalization. I work for this hotel. Downtown property. Let's just say it's a downtown property. Let's say it's a level hotel, right? I work for the level hotel, and I know this guy, Russell Edmonds, is coming to town, okay? And I know for a fact, you know, we have captured him on geofencing, right? <laughs> we know that he likes, he's between the age that we're looking for. He's that persona, um, and we know he's staying at our hotel. Well, we know for a fact that he loves... Um, he loves silver oak wine, okay? He loves to drink silver oak wine, okay? I'm just throwing it as an example, okay? And wouldn't it be something, I check in, I get to my room, and then there's a bottle of silver oak wine in my room already. That's called personalized service. And that's some of the things, some of the tools you can get through using geofencing as a marketing tool, right? Although, yeah, I got to pay for the wine, right? If I open it, I got to pay for it, okay? We understand that, okay? It's not, nothing's free, but, but what would, would, wouldn't that just set you off? I'll be like, well, set you off in a good way, not, not in a bad way, right? That would, if they did that to me, and I like silver oak, well, I don't know why I came up with silver oak, because um, back in the day when I lived in Sacramento, uh, I became a wine snob, if you can believe that or not, right? Uh, we had this food and beverage director at this hotel that I used to work in. It was a Sheraton in Rancho Cordova, which is right outside of uh, Sacramento. And he would, you know, he would take his time and explain wines to us and all this kind of stuff. And we would taste so many different wines, right? And Silver Oak, like a 1989, was my favorite, right? So that's why I came up with Silver Oak. And it's a, you know, it's a higher level wine, right? It's not like going to a liquor store and getting some Boone's Farm, okay? So it's a you know a little higher level, but um, but yeah. So that's why I came up with that silver oak. But yeah, so if I checked in and they had silver oak wine, I'd be like, what the heck? How do they know? It's based on the buying patterns, okay? So sometime during the when this geo tracking was this geo fencing was tracking you, you bought a whole case of wine, and now we knew that, and now you check into this hotel. We're gonna, we knew you were coming in because we saw you on the rivals list. Okay, Russell Edmonds coming here. Okay, let's look. Do we have Russell Edmonds on this list? Okay, okay, boom. Silver Oak wine. Okay, let's send him a let's send him a bottle. You know, put the price on there. It's fifty dollars a bottle. Hey, but it's personalized service. That's where things are going. If you don't think so, uh, you're sadly mistaken. So. If you don't think you're being geofenced now, you have been geofenced, okay? If you have a cell phone, you're being geofenced, right? How do you think people like, uh, you know, the police find people, you know, um, they, they check the cell phone towers. You're being geofenced. It pings everywhere you go. There's certain areas in L.A., like Beverly Hills. You commit a crime in Beverly Hills, there's cell towers everywhere. There's cell towers and cameras every single where, and they geofence that area. The entire Beverly Hills. So you cannot commit a crime in, 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 in BH, Beverly Hills, and think you're going to get away with it because they're going to find you, okay? That's a form of geofencing. So don't think that you're not being geofencing. Well, I don't want to do that. You may opt for not to get the, the, the text messages or not to receive emails and things like that, but you're still being geofenced. Okay, geofence. That's a term now, right? He's being geofenced. But it's, it's, it does happen, okay? Um, so, and it works similar to GPS. Okay, so like you, GPS, you know, you type in the address and it takes you there. 
same thing. The RFID, RFID, the, um, I'll give you an, uh, another example of something. Hold on one second. Okay. Uh, I'll give you another example of RFID. RFID, that's, you know, that's, I can't think of, I don't know what it stands for, but the new, biz, the new um, what do you call them? Key cards for the hotel rooms, you know, the ones that you just wave and the door unlocks. Not the ones you have to insert, but the ones you just wave over the lock and it unlocks it. That's an RFID, right? That's what those key cards are called. I mean, that's the, the brand. I don't know if it's a brand, but there's something embedded in there, okay? So that same thing is used if you go to, like, trade shows, right? It may be in the wristband, right? Okay, you know, they give you a wristband or they give you, like, a lanyard that has a little thing on it, okay? They sometimes embed the RFID thing in there. It's like a little sensor, right? So wherever you go to certain points, it bings. Okay, he did go there. Bing, he went there. So because how do you think they know? I go to a lot of trade shows, right? And they want to make sure that you have been to every, if you had 20 appointments, they want to make sure you went to 20 appointments, okay? Without asking each appointment that you go, um, there's a way that they'll have something in the lanyard or on that key card or whatever, and they'll know exactly that you went to all these different, you know, stations, right? You're in there for, you know, a certain amount of time, so they figured you had to be there, right? So those things are happening. We just don't know that they're happening, right? So so when people say, because I know someone on here is saying, oh, I can't believe that's happening, and that's not going to happen to me. I'm going to opt out. Okay, go ahead and opt out. Okay. <laughs> But it does happen, okay? That's another way of marketing. So, uh, so that's digital marketing, right? So social media, email marketing, text messaging, uh, geofencing with the subtitles GPS, as well as RFID, okay? So that stuff does happen. Boom. I don't see no, I don't see no other comments. Come on now. Give me some comments here because I want to make sure I put them on the little screen here. Um, these are three things I always talk about. And my, like I said, my allergies are acting up. So hold on one second, please. That's real right there, right? So people think this is, you know, not real that people don't get sick because you do a podcast. That's real, right? I just never had to blow my nose in there before. But uh, <laughs> you have to do what you have to do sometimes. I see a comment, radio frequency identification. Okay, see, there you go. Thank you so much, Stacey. I appreciate that. See, let me just put his comment. Boom, see? Let me just, let me move it. See, I can even move the comment. So Stacey Edmund, my brother out there in Blythe, uh, radio frequency identification. That's what RD, was it RDFE, RDFI? That's what that stands for. So RFID, excuse me. So that's what that stands for. Thank you very much. Um, so these are three things that I always talk about. Be intentional, make decisions and take action on what's important to you. Um, be you, you can't be, you know, it's hard enough for me to be, you know, Russell Edmond without being someone else. So, um, just be you and, um, be represented because your representation matters. Yeah. It matters to me that people that look like me do shows like this. Um, and work in hotels and have this, you know, hospitality experience or whatever. So I remember, and I don't know, this is a side thing. I remember when I was trying to choose a major in, in school, in college, uh, I had gone through several different majors, right? And um, I went, I took a class in hospitality, right? It was, I think it was Intro to Hospitality Management, number 101, right? And I remember the class, it was uh, Dr. McLean was the professor, right? And we were talking about McDonald's behind the golden arches, right? That was the book that he was reading, or that's the, that was the, the book that you needed to read to be in this class, right? In order to take the class, right? So I, t I took that class the first time I got an A, and I'm like, this is kind of cool, this whole hospitality thing. And what I, one thing I noticed is that I was the only black dude in there, only black person, Okay, so I'm like, they need some representation. <laughs> Even back then, that's what I thought, right? So I said, uh, okay, all right. So I took another class, and it was the same amount, you know, me, and, and that was it. And I said, well, wow. And then later, maybe 
maybe the next semester, next quarter, two other people join me. Okay, two other black people. Okay, Victor Simmons is one of them, right? Victor Simmons now vice president of of HR and D, DEI for Ace Hotels. Okay, good friend of mine. We went to school together. We actually went to two colleges together. We went to College of the Desert, uh, which is a junior college. We played football uh, together. And before that, we were went to high schools in the same league. So we played each other a couple times a year, right? I didn't know who he was then. I didn't know until we went to college, right? So, but anyway, but those the, the representation matters because there wasn't a lot of us there. There wasn't a lot of people that that um, that looked like us that were there, right? So to me, it was one of those things that uh, you know I embraced. You know what I mean? And said, you know what. Uh, there needs some. I don't know if I said that I need to be represented here. I just thought it was something that was interesting, and I was kind of shocked that no one else that looked like me thought this was interesting as well, and that it could lead to a career. Right, work in a hotel. I mean, I've stayed in hotels before to that point, but I had never worked in one, and I didn't know. I don't think I knew anyone that had worked in one. So I said, you know what, I make it happen. So when I started doing this, right. Um, there were a lot of people that were doing this, and that didn't even at that point doesn't even matter anymore to me. It just what matters is getting the information out, right? And if it comes from somebody that looks like me, that's fine, right? But it's about the people that are coming behind me, okay? So it's about the people that came behind me in school that knew that I, that was my major as well, and people that came behind me when I worked in hotels when I started my career with Marriott a hundred years ago and kind of worked my way up, right? I let people know my path, right? I always let people know the path that I went, right? Because like I said, I never know who's coming behind me. And now that I'm doing this show, right, it's still important. It's just as important now than it was 100 years ago when I first started. So, yes, my representation matters, and that's the story. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Um, Let's see. Is that? Did I just do that? Oh, I did that already. I'm sorry. I'm going backwards. These are some of the things that I do. And I was going to play some music with that, but I don't, you know, I'll just sing. No, I'm the brand who helps your brand, right? And how do I do that? Hospitality personality, content creator, sales training for general managers, as well as hotel site selection. So, and this is some of the couple of things that I've been recognized for, and I appreciate that. Um, who's your best brand advocate? I always ask this, right? Who is your best brand advocate? And um, huh, I'm going to give you like 10 seconds to figure that one out, okay? Tell me, who is your best brand advocate? It's you, just in case you did not know. So just yesterday, I sent something out. And, you know, I get excited when I send things out, when I do content creating, especially uh, for well, probably more of it's for someone else. Um, but when it's for me, I get just as just as excited. Right. And someone made a comment, made a comment. You know, they it made them laugh. It made them laugh or whatever it was. I can't remember the posting that I put, but I just mentioned I said, hey, you got to be your best brand advocate. Right. If you're not excited about your brand, no one else will be. OK, so be excited about the brand that you represent, be excited about you as the brand, right? Um, because can't nobody sell it like you can, right? No one is going to be as excited as you, but being excited, it makes, it's infectious and it makes other people excited. Now, if I just showed up to this thing and say, you know what, this is some crap or I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this, you know, who's your best brand advocate? You know? Um, yeah. Okay. Thanks. If I was that mellow and that kind of thing, that's not selling anybody, but you got to be excited about it. Okay. You have to be excited about your brand, what you represent, uh, what you can do for people. You, you have to be excited about it because if you're not excited about it, no one else will be. Uh, Dylan says, often my best brand advocate is Russell Edmond, which is very kind of him. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Dylan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anytime someone comes on that I know who they are, right? I'm going to mention them. I'm going to mention their brand. Okay. That's just it, right? So that's just it. So yeah, thank you. I mean, you're more than welcome, Dylan, because that's, that's what I do, man. And, and you do the same thing for me. So I appreciate that. So make sure you're your best brand advocate. Only you can be as excited. Of course, you want other people to 
to feed off of that energy as well, right? So there you go. So the more excited you are, the more excited other people will be too. And please excuse me. Like I said, I didn't know my, my allergies didn't start acting up until I came on this. And this is like the second time this has happened. Not, cons- not consecutive weeks, but it's the second time it's happened. What are you doing to keep your brand relevant? So now we said, who's your best brand advocate, right? Is you. And now we're saying, what are you doing to keep your brand relevant? What are you doing to keep your brand relevant? And if you hear things in the background, that is um, somebody's coming through the door. I just hear. So I just want to let people know, just in case you hear something kind of foreign and strange, you know, like a beep, beep, beep and all that kind of stuff. Consistency. How do I increase? um, How do you increase your social media engagement? Because that's important. Right. And it's not all about being one time. Is being consistent. So you have to be consistent with your social media game. Okay. So stay on your game. Be consistent. You can't do this one time like, oh, all this stuff is happening now. No, that ain't gonna happen. That's no. No. Mm-mm. It's not gonna happen. Um, second thing is value. So be consistent, meaning do it consistently more than once, several times a day if you need to, um, or several hours a week. whatever your goal is. Um, I mean, I do things several times a day. Okay. But that's just me. Uh, value. Make sure you're adding value to someone, right? Make sure someone like the stuff that I'm mentioning today that had, hopefully that had value to someone. I was talking about geofencing and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully that had value for someone. Right. And I think it did. If anything, you, you now know what geofencing is, right? So, and how it can be applied. And then the third thing, be authentic. Be your authentic self. Be you. Okay. Whatever that means to you, be you. You know, if that's being silly, trying to be funny, trying to be a jokester, a comedian, you know, stand up, whatever it is, uh, just make sure <laughs> you be you. Okay. So those are the things. How do you increase your social media engagement? Okay. Now, now that I know that, what do you use, Russell? Well, how do you, what, what tools do you use? Okay. Just, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. Some of the things that I use. Reels, which is IG Reels, Instagram Reels, Shorts, which are YouTube Shorts. YouTube Shorts are similar to Reels, okay? Then Lives. I do Lives on LinkedIn. I do Lives on YouTube, and I do Lives on Instagram. Uh, Monday through Friday, okay? I just do them because it's, it's all about consistency. I post. I do Lives. I do this show, okay? I post, meaning Reels. I do Lives, Lives on YouTube, LinkedIn, and IG, and I post, right? So, in the show, right? So, well, three things that I do. So, it's just like this vicious cycle of stuff, right? So, you have to continue to keep doing these things because you want people to know what you're doing. You want people to know who you are, what you do, and how you can help them. Boom. There you go. Doesn't that sound simple? Sounds simple to me, but um, anyway. Um, okay, next. Who's hiring and some nine minute eats? Hold on one second. Man, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to end this show short, okay? Because this is crazy. I'm going crazy. So real quick, real quick before I have to blow my nose again. Uh, who's hiring? Okay, real quick. Hyatt LAX, looking for a director of sales and marketing. Carlisle Inn and Beverly Hills, they're looking for a dual GM. There's two properties. I can't think of the other name of the property, but they're right next to each other. Um, Plaza Lorena, Westwood, they're looking for a GM. That's a 44-room hotel, not too far from UCLA campus. Um, Pasea Hotel and Spa, that's in Huntington Beach. They're looking for a director of group sales. And the Biltmore, downtown L.A., they're looking for a revenue analyst. Okay, a revenue analyst. Excuse me. Oh, man. Nami Deets, it's all about Atlas Monroe, right? So I'm I'm on the Atlas Monroe tip right now, okay? So uh, vegan chicken and jerk chicken, okay? And then I had Korean beef the other night. Oh, my God. Korean beef. Is the business okay? So, um, atlasmoreau.com is out of San Diego, they deliver to your house, okay? And I'm going crazy right now. Hold on one second.
Well, I must say that is a, there's a first for everything, right? And that has never happened before where uh, I had to get up and I had a Kleenex right here, right? But I ran through the Kleenex, if you know what I mean. So I had to go, you know, I guess that's it's real, though, right? I mean, I can't fake it, right? I wonder what they do on real TV, right, when they, they have to do things like that. Do they cut? I couldn't cut, right? So am I going to edit that? No, I'm not. I mean, that's, that's part of life. That's part of life. So, whew. Do I feel much better now? Yes, I do. So, but anyway, let's move on. Let's let's move on, shall we? Uh, so, Nami Eats, right? Atlas Monroe, San Diego, vegan chicken, jerk chicken. Um, man, you're talking about something that's good, that's fire. Atlas Monroe, check it out. Today is a Taco Tuesday, right? So, I'm doing, um, what do you call it? Tofu with soy riso, okay, mixed together, right? So, I chopped up, chopped up. I diced the um, tofu, you know, tofu comes in blocks or squares. So I diced it up, sauteed that, and then threw some, um, crumbled some um, soy riso on top of that. Soy riso is kind of like chorizo, right? You know, the real version, um, but it's a fake version, right? It's an imitation version, right? But it's just a season, just like, you know, chorizo is, but it's, it's, it's just as good. It's just as good, okay? So I mixed it with the um, the tofu. Oh, it's going to be good, right? So... I'm going to make uh, tofu tacos. There you go. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? Doo-doo-doo. Three peas. We're almost done here. And once again, I want to apologize for me having to go make a pit stop real quick. <laughs> it's funny. Nobody's making any comments. Um, No one's making any comments. That's, that's funny. Did you guys see that? Did you guys not see it? No one has anything to say? You know, what, what's, what's this all about? Okay, you guys sleep? What is it? Anyway, so three Ps. Uh, purpose, passion, perseverance. Purpose, know why you do what you do. I know I do this show um, because it, first of all, it reaches people, right? And pe- reaches people within the industry and gives them some information, right? So hopefully it gives them, you know, can guide them in a direction or maybe they can use me as a resource or whatever. But the the purpose is to to reach people within the hospitality space, let people know what I do, let people know how I can help them. Um and gives people a, a platform to come on, they can talk about their brand, they can talk about what they do, they can do all that kind of stuff, right? So that's kind of the purpose why I do it. Passion Either you have it or you don't, okay? So if you don't have passion for what you do, you need to do something else, okay? And three, perseverance. Be consistent, continue to evolve, don't give up, and swerve when you need to. On air with Russell of Hotels, we swerve. We don't pivot, we swerve, okay? Pivoting is like you see the crap coming in the horizon. And I use the word crap, right? You see it coming in the horizon. And you're already, well, no, pivoting, you're already in the crap, right? You can't get out of it. So you just basically, well, I got to deal with this crap. So you're just moving back and forth or around in circles, right? Trying to, well, what do I do next? What do I do next? But um, swerving, you see the crap in the horizon and you swerve to miss it. Okay, like, okay, well, I'm not going that way. I'm going to turn it right here. Okay, I'm going I'm to do this other thing, right? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. So that's the difference between pivoting and swerving. <laughs> Somebody's like, what the heck did that come from? But that's okay. That's just me. That's the mind of Russell of hotels. So, and then the last thing I just like to, I, I like to add this one, this, um, I like this one with, with, um, level hotels. I like, this is one of my favorite videos or content creating that I did for level hotels. So, uh, once again, you, you stay in downtown, you need to be downtown staying level.com is the, is the website. Use that promo code ROH, which stands for Russell of Hotels 23, and you get that special rate, right? It's all about that special rate. It's all about the rate I would get if I was staying there, right? So um, so there you go. So once again, and this is my contact information I'm going to share with you guys next. That's my contact information. If you have questions at all, you can always reach out to me. Follow me on LinkedIn, IG, YouTube. Make sure you uh, hit that subscribe button. Bing! So every time you get um, a notification that I've gone live, then you can check me out, right? So um, LinkedIn, IG, and YouTube. So make sure you follow me on those different platforms if you haven't already done that. And, And always share stuff, right? I never asked this. I never asked this, but... 
you know, share the information, right? So I, I send out a post, you know, share the information with your people. You know, I, I'm coming live here, you know, hey, share the information that people know. Hey, Russell's going live, you know, check him out. Um, or you uh, su- subscribe to my YouTube channel. Hey, have you subscribed to Russell's YouTube channel? Hey, some good stuff. You know, just go ahead and do that for me. But anyway, and if you want to check it, 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 any more information out on, on my website, that's russellofhotels.com. My email's there. My phone number's there. I'm here as a resource. If you want to call me, ask me questions, whatever, boo, whatever, you can do that, okay? All my information's out there, okay? So if I'm, if I'm going to be geofenced, you know, I'm okay with it because my information is out there for you guys. So anyway, you guys have a great day. And always remember to book direct no matter where you're staying at Level Hotels or the Ace Hotels downtown LA. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just make sure you book direct. So until t- next week, appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining on air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.